so just by a quick way of, of introduction, uh, we have Dan, is, am I pronouncing this right, Canova? Yep. Awesome. Uh, Dan has written for um, a variety of some of the largest sports media conglomerates uh, that we can think of um, and freelance for, including ABC News, Sportsnet Network, um, Fox News Media, right, among a couple others. Um, Dan is a graduate of Keene University and now um, now the managing editor and co-founder of the NIL Deal. Um, and so thanks, Dan, again for joining the Mogul Podcast. We've had some awesome guests on and I'm, I'm, I'm excited about our conversation. Um, I think the perspective that you bring is going to be valuable to some of our listeners today. So thanks again for joining. For sure. Thanks for having me on, Brandon. Um, you know, I've worked with you in the past. Um, a lot of great things Mogul's doing as well. So, um, you know, just looking to bring that side to light and, um, you know, just trying to bring the, the news of um, the NIL landscape and high school and college sports yeah. um, to, to, to the world. Now that, um, you know, as of July 1st, 2021, you know, athletes can make money um, off their name, image, and likeness. So um, I'm glad to be a part of that, that movement for sure. Now, have you been interviewed, Deb? I think it's always I've been interviewed. it's always you doing the interviewing, right? And for us, the relationship has been such where you've done the interviewing, whether it's myself or another one of our team members, but um, and you trying to extract information out of us. But today, it's we're reversing the roles. And have you been in this seat before? I have. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I spoke to. Um, no, I, I like to give back when I can. Um, so, um, Kane University, my, my alma mater reached out to me and said if I'd be willing to speak to the sports business club, um, okay. at Kane. And of course I was down to do that same kind of thing. We were on a, on a zoom call and, uh, everything went great. You know, a bunch of kids, um, asking me my perspective on NIL and, you know, just talking about it in general and just my previous experiences and things of that nature. So it was it was a lot of fun um so I, I'm, I'm always glad to do this because you know all that i hope for is for someone you know even if it's one person that can take something from my experiences and what they're going through now and if i can you know help at least one person if, if it's just one person tuning into this mm -hmm. um that's all you can ask for you know and and hopefully help help others out that's that's what i'm all about because i wouldn't have been able to get to where i'm at without the help of others. So if I can give back and pay it forward in, in certain ways, I'm always down for that. Yeah, awesome. And just so the people know, like I do want to get into kind of the entrepreneurial story, right? You've obviously are creating a new uh, product here, Dan. And um, obviously we want to talk about name, image, and likeness, your perspective uh, as being, a, you know, someone on the publication side and, and writing these stories. Um, and then obviously your background. I think that's where we can start. If you don't mind, just kind of helping us uh, drawing a picture of how you got here today, uh, maybe a brief overview of some of your your past stints at some of those other you know large media conglomerate companies that I mentioned, yeah, and then sure. how you and then what was the inspiration behind the NIL deal for you? Yeah, for sure. So I'm I'm first generation American. Uh, my dad was born in Italy. Uh, my mom born in England. They both came here at a young age with nothing. Um, you know, I have two brothers, two younger brothers who I look up to in a lot of ways, and I'm sure they feel the same way about me. And, um, you know, my parents just set all of us up for success. We all went to college. My my last brother, he's 22. He's just finishing up at Montclair State. 
Um, he's graduating in a couple of weeks. So our, our parents just really set us up for success and, you know, wanted it better for us. And um, right at the gate, um, when I was at Payne, I had a couple of internships, um, you know, covering high school sports. One thing led to another. I uh, got an internship at SNY, the home of the Mets. Um, after the, after graduating college, moved over to ABC Radio doing some sports production. And then um, I went over to the Daily Record, which is Morris County's um, newspaper, Morris County, New Jersey. And after a year of being there, I was laid off. Um, budget cuts, you know, Gannett, USA Today, all under that same umbrella. And um, it was nice to be humbled at a young age. Um, I learned a lot um, getting laid off. It, it taught me that um, as workers, we're all replaceable, you know, but um, I got back on my feet immediately, um, got a freelance opportunity with NJ.com two weeks later, and then led to opportunities at the Jersey Journal, which I'm sure you're familiar with, um, your days at St. Peter's Prep, covering schools like that. And um, I was there for uh, two years as a sports editor before I moved over to Fox News and uh, was covering sports there from March 2020 to uh, March 2022. Um, had some great interviews there. Interviewed guys like, you know, Joe Montana, Deion Sanders, Marshall Falk, Justin Herbert, current quarterback mm -hmm. of the Chargers. So I had a lot of great experiences, but I was getting a little burnt out, wanted a, a new challenge in my life. So um full-time job right now you know working in sales um doing that right now but obviously still had the itch to um you know work in sports and you know just thought of some ideas and you know touched base with my two part two partners now at the nil deal and around january of last year not this past january january of last year you know we just started brainstorming ideas and you know, I just said to them, like, what do you guys think of the NIL space? Don't, don't you think there's something here? And one thing led to another, um, logo design, website design. And then before you know it, we launched in uh, September, October of uh, 2022. So here we are now, a couple months later, six, seven months into it. Um, obviously a brand new media site, but we've been landing so many great interviews. Um, we interviewed uh, NFL sports agent Lee Steinberg. We interviewed former USC quarterback, Matt Leiner. Um, you know, we, we've been landing a ton of interviews, um, talking to so many different people in the space, learning, getting educated, and, um, you know, attorneys, lawyers, um, yeah. just so many different people that have shared their expertise with us. And, um, you know, we're just looking to grow from there. I think this is such an interesting space. I was always an advocate of uh, NIL. Um, I always was a believer in it. I mean, put it this way, you know, I was a journalism communication major mm -hmm. uh, in college. Back then, if I wrote a best-selling book, um, I would be able to sell it and capitalize on making money. So my whole thought process is why all these years couldn't high school, college athletes make money off of something that they excelled at at that point in time? Right. Um, you know, there's only a small percentage of athletes that go pro. I think, what, 2 3%, maybe even less, who knows? Yeah. So when they're at their, their peak, whether that's high school or college, you know, there's some guys that fizzle out after high school. Um, why, why can't they take advantage of that opportunity, meet connections? And I think that's the most important thing is just, you know, networking. And, um, you know, like I said, not everyone goes pro. So what are you doing to set yourself up for success after you're done playing? So yeah. I think this is going to open so many doors for – for athletes, I was an athlete myself. I played baseball um, all throughout high school. I started at a young age and then I just stopped playing at college. And I think 
sports, and, and you know as well, teaches so much, um, you know, about working together, uh, camaraderie, that brotherhood or sisterhood. Um, I, I just think it offers so much, and I think it, there's so many things that translate into the real world from sports. So, um, you know, I think this is a great thing for, for college and high school. Uh, I think there's some things that probably need to be worked out, like little things, but um, I, I'm not one to touch on that. I think that's more of the decision makers and, you know, legislation or whatever they decide uh, in our country or state by state basis. Yeah. But um, just as a fan of sports and um, a fan of high school and college sports and obviously pro sports as well, I'm definitely a believer in NIL and I think these kids should definitely be making money. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, I want to get into that part where you're talking about all the interviews that you guys have been able to, be fortunate to land. But I think before we get into that, I think, you know, a lot of the college athletes and people who are listening to this may have inspiration to um, become a journalist, right, or become a broadcaster in some sense, right? And I think it's, um, I think it's a competitive industry, from my understanding. Um, and so you know, what, what advice would you give to someone who's in college early on? I think having the opportunity to start writing about a new space is awesome, right? And it's a way into this, into sports. So, you know, you're kind of more experienced. You've, you've had prior work experience, right? But someone who's in college and wanting to get into whether it's sports writing or, or whatever it may be, what, what type of advice do you have for them? Um, it's a great question. Now, for me, when I started off, I definitely wrote for free in the beginning, um, just to get you know my, my feet wet and show that I was capable and willing to learn and network. Um, to me, I think by far the biggest thing in any industry, especially our industry, is networking, building those connections. And I think now it's easier it's easier now than ever to do it. I mean, with Twitter and LinkedIn and you know all these media sites where we have access to athletes. And, and people that we never had access to before. You know, before social media, you know, we weren't able to directly DM someone on, on, a, twi on, on, on a Twitter or LinkedIn and, you know, hope that they get back to you. I mean, so many times that's worked for me. I mean, it worked with, you know, I, I didn't think Patrick Mahomes' agent would be willing to speak to us and, you know, just shot a, a LinkedIn DM to Lee Steinberg, um, his, his representative, um, I, one of the, one of his people reached back out and said, Lee would love to do an interview. And I just think it's, you know, a big thing for me is not being afraid to hear no, you know, um, mm -hmm. that that's life. You know what I mean? Um, I was always a believer, you know, life's not, life is too short to not try new things, you know? And I think failure is so important, um, for growth in life as well. Um, you know, great motto, you know, you make, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So, I just always had that mindset. If I didn't try reaching out to certain athletes or, or people in the industry and, you know, build those connections and network and, you know, you, you just don't know. So to me, I, I'm, I'm okay with, with failing. I'm okay with being told no, because that's ultimately what's going to lead you to the next door to open. So um, that's, that's the best advice that I could give to, to young people coming up is, you know, don't, don't, be afraid. No, don't have that ego. Don't be afraid. Just, just don't, don't be afraid of hearing no, because I've, you know, I've submitted my resume many times to different media outlets when I was coming up and didn't even get responses and things like that. And I still feel like I have a long way to go. There's so many things in my yeah. life that I want to accomplish and things of that nature. So 
Um, you know, I'm, I think just not being afraid to hear no. That's the, that's the best thing I could, best piece of that's advice good. I could give to some young journalist or anyone in any any industry coming up. You know, if they want to work for you at Mogul, you know, reach out to Brandon Wimbush. You never know, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, that's important. I think for us, it's more on the, on the when we're out raising capital and, you know, you got to have 100 conversations for every two yeses, right? Um, and here, 100 no's for every two yeses. So it's definitely something that we've become accustomed to and I've gotten personally better at. Um, but back to, our, you know, your conversation here, I think, you know, when you think about any news publication, Dan, um, and specifically the NIL deal for you guys, you guys are at the epicenter of the space, you know, in terms of, um, you know, the aggregation of, of, of information, right? Um, whether it's inbound or outbound, you guys are receiving and then deploying all this information for folks to read and for folks to educate themselves. Um, and so you, there should be good traction because we're only two years, two and a half years into the space, right? So for you, how how do you, um, like what's your overall view of the space, understanding, understanding, again, the different points of views coming in from agents, coming in from athletes, coming in from universities, getting information from the federal government getting information from the governing body, NCAA, like, like what is your overall takeaway from name, image, and likeness after these two and a half years? I know you've only been writing about it for maybe almost a year now, but, you know, how would you kind of, if someone had no idea what name, image, and likeness was, like, where would you say it was today? So in an interview we did with a former All-American, Adam Brenneman, um, he's a part of Mercury. Uh, we did a great Q&A with him um, in the very beginning. Um, he said something that really stuck out to me, specifically on the athlete side of things. He said, I think what athletes don't realize is that they're probably never going, never again going to be as relevant as they are at this very moment. And, um, you know, when you're a Division One athlete, five-star recruit, he said that this is the best time to start building a brand, you know, and doing all of those kind of things. So I just seeing those aspects of things and you know we talk about we talk about financial literacy and you know, how many pro athletes you know have gone bankrupt over the years you know maybe if our institutions you know in 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 our country you know emphasize more the importance of financial literacy you know let's face it like you know in college i, I don't know about you i know you went to a couple you went to notre dame and and um you know and ucf was it right uh brandon yeah you know, maybe if these institutions in our country, you know, emphasized a little bit more about financial literacy and you know, we got rid of those general education courses that we forget about once the semester's over. Um, yeah. I think, you know, we need to do a lot more to prepare our young folks, our young kids coming up, um, you know, about finances, because that's something that carries with us the rest of our life. Um, luckily for me, you know, I always had parents who always told me to save money when I was younger. So it was always instilled in me at a young age. But um, even for me, like I learned a lot more about investing in financial literacy after college, you know, and you see our society as a whole, you know, you know, the way it's structured, um, you know, a lot of our, our kids are in debt at a young age, you know, go to college, student loans, car payments. You know, mortgages on a house. If you get married, you have a wedding that you're going to put thousands and thousands of dollars into. And then in today's society with inflation, cost of living, you know, how house prices, you know, I, I like real estate a lot. You know, 
I keep my, my eye on that and how, how, how um, house prices have skyrocketed over the last several years. And you look at it, it's like, what is a young kid fresh out of college, you know, going to do when they graduate and they have that amount of money in debt? So I think this is so important, especially for athletes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely personally very super passionate about it. And, you know, I always wanted to do something in my life. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I always wanted to do something, you know, to help others. And I feel like me telling the stories of these young high school and college student athletes, you know, money they're making, great decisions that they're making with those dollars, you know, the impact that they're making in their communities, you know, for their families. Um, we, we've written stories about, uh, there's a basketball player, Anthony Leal from Indiana. He paid off his sister's student loan debt. Just Story all those feel-good stories, you know? And and I think the pros, could there be some cons? You you hear some things, you know, with the whole Jaden Rashada incident at Florida. And could there be some negatives with this? Sure. But I think, in my opinion, the pros far outweigh the cons in, yeah. in this space. And um, that, that's where I'm at It. You know, right now, we try to write those good stories. We just interviewed uh, uh, Jamal Sheed from um, from Houston uh, basketball. They were obviously a number one seed this year. And, you know, we, we spoke to him about what he's doing and partnerships that he has. And, um, you know, him too. He, he was paying for his family to come watch him play. You know, I, I remember playing in high school and just wanting, you know, my mom and dad to be there. And, you know, and now you're at the college level playing at an even much bigger stage. And, he's able to do that for his family. Like, how great is that? You know? And I, I that's what I take out of NIL is that the, the positives that it is bringing to these yeah. student athletes. And um, again, there's always one bad apple. There's always people that are going to try to do things to cut corners. But again, I think there's certain things that probably need to be worked out. That's way above my pay grade. I have no idea what, um, you know, our country or on a state by state level, what they're going to do. Yeah. But um, I think that, um, you know, whatever they do do, they should not limit these athletes from making a certain amount of money. Um, eventually, I think we could see, you know, maybe athletes being classified as employees and, you know, they get paid, you know, through TV deals and things like that, which I'm all for as well. I mean, there's billions of dollars being thrown around with with these different, you know, TV deals with, with the different conferences all, all across the country. So, um, I think there's still a lot to, to uncover since we're so early into this. But, um, again, I just think this is a positive. And, yeah. um, you know, and, and this, is, this is a good thing for, for, for high school and, and college sports. I mean, look at it, look at it just from um, a basketball perspective. Probably the second biggest sport in, in college. I would say football is number one, and I would say basketball is two. In women's hoops this year, we had two programs make the finals who never made it before. LSU won it, obviously first time in program history. And then in men's basketball, there were no top three seeds in the final four for the first time in NCAA history. So I think immediately we're already seeing that there's some parity. There's new schools coming up. Not everyone's just going to go to Alabama to play for Nick Saban. Now they have other options where maybe other schools are willing to, to flex some money from donors and boosters and collectives and things of that nature. And, you know, now maybe Texas, the Longhorns are going to be relevant again. Last time they were relevant, Vince Young was quarterback. Now you got Arch Manning, you know, Peyton and Eli's uh, nephew there. Maybe they're going to, you know, turn the ship around. And then you see a bunch of other schools just, just landing good recruits. And maybe now Jaden Rashad, if things didn't work out with him at Florida, he's going to be going to Arizona State. Maybe their football program turns around. So I just think there's there's going to be so much more parity for the sports. 
And um, I think this is a good thing overall. I really do. Yeah. I didn't know he was going to Arizona State. I just hope my guy, Drew Pine, gets his time to, to put in his work and shine because he deserves it. Um, but that's awesome, right? I think for me, similar to what you were saying, Dan, like the development of the holistic athlete, um, just had a conversation with a good friend, Amir Carlisle, back at Notre Dame, and he's sitting in the player development role there. And, you know, that's important for us back in South Bend. And I think that's what NIL accelerates, right, for each university, right? If you're doing it right on your campus, if you're doing it right um, from a parent and representation standpoint, like developing the whole athlete, whether that be building their resume or, um, you know, teaching them how to engage with executives at companies, right? Um, building your brand, building content, like all of that is so valuable for, you know, the, the period of your life after college. And so I think just NIL really, really provides a good foundation. To Absolutely. Do How about the opportunity? You know, an athlete um, wants to get into a specific industry. You know, my brother who's graduating from Montclair, he's in finance. Now imagine he was a, you know, top recruit or a top athlete in college and he went to a great school, but, you know, for some reason blew out his knee, can't play at the pro level. Now, Imagine all the, the network that he built while he was in college. And, yeah. you know, what's great about it is whatever you have interest in, you know, from a professional standpoint, when you're done playing sports, you can, you know, kind of craft your, your NIL deals around what you're interested in. Right. And I, I think that's awesome, too. You know, you're a finance major. Maybe you want to get involved with, you know, what it's like to be a financial advisor or, you know, you know, being, you know, an accountant or whatever that may be, you know, whatever industry. And now imagine getting an NIL deal with an accountant and, and now you're, you're partnering with that firm. And then when you graduate, they hire you. You know, it's, it's yeah. almost like could serve NIL can almost serve as like an internship in a lot of ways as well yeah. while putting money in these kids pockets. So. I think the, the networking is, is what's most important and then obviously now being able to make money yeah. um, as well. So I, th I think it's just, it's just a great thing, man. I just I really, yeah. really believe that. Awesome. Um, back to the NIL deal. I, 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 I want to be respectful of your time. I know you're on lunch break here. But um, uh, as, far as, it, as far as kind of the space that you're in goes, you know, in covering NIL, there's, there's only so many stories to tell. How do you guys differentiate yourselves from some of the other publications in the space? And how does, two-part question, and how does one who's in your seat um, draw, draw a reality, or a real picture of NIL and not just the Bryce Youngs and the Libby Dunns and the Cavender Twins of the world, right? Although those are the stories that are gonna draw eyes, obviously, but how do you, how do we create the realistic view of NIL, right, and, and how it's servicing the other 99% of athletes. For sure. So first part of your question, um, obviously being able to differ differentiate from from uh, other media outlets covering, obviously we're, we're so new um, and we have a team of seven, eight-ish freelance writers that also have full-time jobs and, you know, are writing for us on the side and, you know, again, we're still making those connections in the industry and, and it is working for us. It's going well. Um, we're getting in the beginning, obviously we were just starting off, but now we get press releases directly to our inbox, you know, th things are going well um, with, with building those connections. So I think it's just important that we just continue to find those, those interesting human interest stories. Um, you know, you're, you're going to have the generic day-to-day -day stories. I think the, um, 
the stories that have the short shelf life are the ones where it's like, all right, you know, Brandon Wimbush signs an NIL deal with Reebok. Okay, it's great, you know, kudos to you, great deal, but we want to know more about the, everyone out there, everyone in the world, especially these high school and college kids, they have a story to tell. How did they get to where they're at? I want to know what they're doing. We want to know the, at the NIL deal, we want to know what they're doing with that money, you know, why they decided to partner with these, these specific companies. We want to d dive deeper into it. And um, I think, you know, getting great sources, um, you know, and then athletes, these athletes being able to tell their stories. And I, I think it's just a great way that they're going to influence each other, you know, um, from a competitive standpoint as well. You know, you're a quarterback at Alabama, you see what the quarterback at Clemson's doing. Um, and, you know, you want to get on that level. And, you know, and again, everyone has a story to tell. So I think that's what's, what's going to be key um, for our growth and our success is mm -hmm. just continuing to tell those stories and not just the same generic stories about he or she signs an NIL deal with this company, but, you know, diving deeper. Um, we have so many great colleges and institutions in our, in our country. And then each of those institutions has athletes in different sports and uh, men's sports, women's sports. Um, you know, so I think um, just being able to tell those stories, um, that's what's going to be crucial to our success as we continue to grow. Um, and the second part of your question, um, yeah, of course, like the, the ones that are going to drive numbers are everyone wants to know what the Cavender twins are doing. And uh, everyone wants to know what, you know, Bryce Young was doing when he was still mm -hmm. at Alabama and things of that nature. But as I just mentioned, you know, um, things that you guys have done in Mogul, you know, partnering with some Division Two and Division Three schools, because, again, there's stories to be told out there. Um, you know, I thought the, the deal that you guys did with Rhodes College, um, I thought that was awesome, you know, um, and, and just giving these athletes, whether, you know, you don't have to be a Division One athlete. We did a great story um, on our website. Um, his name is John Seaton. He goes to Elon uh, University. He has, I think, over a million followers on TikTok. He, he's a, a lineman, so he embraces himself as being a big dude. And um, he just has fantastic content. We wrote a fantastic story on him. It did well. And, you know, Elon University isn't Alabama. It isn't Clemson. But we were able to find that story about that one kid from that school and tell it. And um, it had great, you know, it, it was it had great you know, views and, and it did really well. Um, and, and the people that were working with him, you know, said great things about him as well. So I think it's just finding those human, everyone loves human interest stories. So I think that's what is going to separate us here at the NIL deal from others is that those are the stories that we want to tell. We don't want to tell the, the same generic, you know, and, and they're important too. You know, we want our audience to know what athletes are getting deals, um, who they're getting deals with and things like that. But, we want to dive a little deeper. We don't, we don't want to scratch the surface. We want to get into the core of what, who these athletes are as human beings, um, who they are off the field, because this is what NIL is. It's what the, who they are off the field. Right. So um, I think that's what's going to be um, important for the growth of our site, for sure. Cool, man. That's great insight. And then the last question I have for you, Dan, was um, what does success look like for the NIL deal, right? Whether it's... Um, towards the end of 2023 or, you know, at that point you'll be about a year in or three to five years out today. Like what does success look like for the NIL deal? 
I think um, I know it's so cliche, and I mean you hear athletes say it all the time. And as a as a journalist and asking those questions, I would get annoyed when when athletes would say those same cliche answers. But literally, I, I, and I really truly mean this because um, you know I have you know I'm an overthinker, always thinking ahead. And how don't you do that? You know, especially when you're trying to to grow something. Um, but literally taking one day at a time, you know, focusing on one story at a time, attacking every story as an individual, you know, thing and, and hoping that that story could be something that propels us to the next level. So that's what we're literally trying to do here. We're, we're focused on one day at a time. We're focused on growing this site. Um, I don't know. You know, I think there's so much unknown with NIL, which means there's so much unknown with our website. We don't know. But people are definitely interested in it. People are reading about it. Um, and I think it's something that, that is, is going to, I really do think it's something that's going to continue to grow. And we want to be a part of that. We want to continue to tell those stories. Like I said earlier, um, I was always of the mindset. I, I always wanted to help, help people in my life. And I didn't know how I wanted to help people. I didn't know if I wanted to be, no, I don't think I had the brains to be a doctor, um, or a lawyer or something like that. But my vision of helping people with this is telling the stories of high school and college athletes and what they're doing um, from a financial perspective off and what the, who they are as humans off the field and telling those stories to inspire hopefully the next crop of athletes that are coming up because it's never ending. You know, you have you have kids that are in, you know, elementary school, middle school that are that are athletes that are working hard to keep getting to the next level. Then they want to play in high school and they want to play in college. So it's going to be a new cycle of kids that are constantly coming up. So I'm sure there's kids that are in high school and college that are looking up to, you know, you know, say like an Armando Baycott from North Carolina, you know, he's staying another year at UNC because he's like, Hey, I can take advantage and be a star here at one of the most prestigious uh, men's basketball programs in, in, in the country. And right. I could stay here and, and grow, grow and make more money than I would then go into a, a playing in a, in a G, uh, you know, in the G League for the NBA. So I think just people looking up to those athletes, um, and, and I think that's what's going to continue to um, to grow our platform as well. We'll just continue to tell those great stories. And I know it's cliche, but it's just literally taking one story at a time and one day at a time. And I have a, we have a fantastic team of writers with us right now. Um, you know, we had a, uh, an intern, uh, intern with us this past spring semester. Um, great, great group of people. Um, and, and they're doing a great job and, and, you know, making my, my, my life a lot easier as, as a managing editor and, and things of that nature. So everything's been really smooth. Um, no complaints. Um, obviously we're just looking to continue to grow and, and be at the, we want to grow with NIL. We were at the found, we, we still believe we feel like we're at that foundation of it. So we want to continue to grow with NIL and hopefully be one of the leading, um, media outlets for, for people who are interested in reading about this space. Oh, let's go to the NIL deal. They're going to have the latest information about what we want to know. Awesome, man. That's fantastic. I think that's kind of my business motto, too, is taking it day by day and making sure that you show up. And, you know, whether it becomes tedious or not, just making sure that you're there to do the work that needs to get done each day. Absolutely. So uh, keep going strong, man. I think we thank you for everything that you've covered us on. and have featured us in and you know we hope that we continue to bring you stories that are relevant enough to have you want to cover them um and we and we want to grow this relationship with you guys as you guys as can you know continue to grow together um where can everybody find you dan and the nil deal 
our website, NIL Deal Now, N-I-L-D-E-A-L Now, N-O-W.com. And um, you can find me on Twitter, um, at Dan Canova, and then um, our, um, our Twitter page as well, at the NIL Deal um, for our Twitter page. So that's what we have right now. Um, we're obviously looking to grow on LinkedIn as well. We're also, we're also on LinkedIn. We think that's a great uh, professional platform um, to connect with um, different, you know, you know, different student athletes and, 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 you know, just even just students in general that are interested in hearing about um, what their athletes are doing at their university. Um, they love to follow that, you know. So um, those, are, those are our platforms where we're on. We're on Twitter, on LinkedIn, uh, my personal Twitter. So um, definitely check out our content. Um, definitely shoot us a message, provide us some feedback, um, cause we're, you know, and, 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 you know, pitch us a story. You know, we, we, we wrote a great story about a, uh, a, a college kid at Arizona state who, um, who got into the NIL space and he's kind of serving as an agent for a couple athletes at Arizona state. And we told that story and we thought it was something interesting. And I told, he reached out to me on LinkedIn. I said, pitch me your story. And, and I liked it and we wrote it. So, um, you know, definitely always looking to tell new stories in uh, all universities across the country. You know, we're not trying to play favorites or anything like that because we really truly think um, everyone has a great story to tell. Absolutely. Awesome, Dan. Well, thanks again so much for joining. Um, we look forward to releasing this content as well and uh, continue growing together, man. Thanks again.